0: In the tongue Bangla, Golpo is a curious word. It means story, a noun, and it also means conversation, the verb. I have grown up to the wonderful sound of Golpo, stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that I am today. In this brand new season of Golpo, stories from around the world, me, your storyteller Rituparna, will continue to bring you stories that have picked me. Yes, stories pick me. They really ask me to tell them. They poke, punch, provoke and push me to tell them. But before they do all of that, they speak to me, lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do. And in this podcast, I bring to you some of those special stories. These are just some of my stories, handpicked and tucked in my story bag, so I can tell them to you when the time is right. Are these stories for children or adults? Well, they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories. And I really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you. Play this on your way to work, to put your child to sleep, To create a moment together as a family, to share an idea with your team, find a dose of inspiration, creativity, or a fresh perspective perhaps. Let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself. Like I said, you will hear a story today and I hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me. Sheikh Chilli was a simpleton. Everyone in town knew it. Most of all, his mother. She was always worried that her son was not street smart, and that his honest, simple, and that her honest, simple boy would be constantly ridiculed and fooled by others in town. And so, she tried her best to protect him. One day, Sheikh Chilli tore his sandals. With his only pair rendered useless, he had to buy a new pair. There was a new shoe shop in town. Perhaps he could buy a pair from there? Sheikh Chili's mother knew that the new shopkeeper would try to trick his boy and ask for a high price for his shoes. She handed him some money and said, Now, look, all shopkeepers are cunning. They will try and sell you anything at a higher price. No matter what he asks for, just tell him that you will pay half of that. Sheikh Chilli pocketed the money and walked towards the new shop. The new shoe shop had just opened up for the day. This was the second day of business and the shoe seller was looking at receiving his customers for the day. Just when he saw Sheikh Chilli walking purposefully towards his shop, he got a little worried. He noticed his sandal was torn and the boy was dragging his foot with the last remains of his footwear. Just like everyone else in the rest of the town, the shoe seller had heard stories about Sheikh Chilli. He was a simple boy, but his simplicity could make him a difficult client. Now, shopkeepers don't choose their customers, do they? So he rubbed his hands and opened them up to receive the first customer of the day. Good morning, Sheikh Chilli. I see your sandals have given up. What are you looking for? he asked enthusiastically. Good, sturdy, comfortable sandals. Would you have something for me? Asked Sheikh Chidli, settling down on a stool. Of course. We have best, sturdiest and the most comfortable sandals in all of India. Beamed the shoe seller, pointing towards the footwear lining his store. Here, why don't you try this? This is the best that we have. He took a pair out and took it to Sheikh Chilli. The boy slipped his foot inside and wore the sandal. He got up. And took a few steps around the store. How much is it? he asked. Twenty rupees replied the shoe seller. Oh, that's a lot. I will give you half of that. he said, just as his mother had taught him. half of twenty. the shoe seller thought to himself, Ah, oh yes, maybe just one time. I can sell this off without much of a profit. After all, it's day two for my shop and we need happy customers. Hmm, of course, half of that will be just fine. A happy customer is always better than a higher margin. Rupees ten for you, said the shoe seller with a smile. Really? The shoe seller agreed to half the price easily. He must be making a good profit on this sandal. This one must be even cheaper. I don't want to be tricked, thought Sheikh Chili. Wait, wait, I'm not so sure. I will pay you half of that, said Sheikh Chilli, eager to get the best deal. Half of that? Did you just say that? asked the shopkeeper. Now, this will surely tip the sales for me, thought the seller. But this is a simple boy after all. I want to build my reputation as an honest, trustable shoe seller. What if I sell this one shoe to Sheikh Chilli at the price he's asking for? I'm sure he will tell everyone in town that I'm an honest man who doesn't sell overpriced shoes. While the shoe seller did the math in his head, Sheik Chilli eyed him suspiciously. He was very proud of how he was doing. He was bargaining well. His mother would be so proud. Okay, okay, Sheik Chilli. I have never done this before, but I will do this just for you. I will sell this rupees 20 sandal at the price you have brought it down to. Happy? he said, quickly picking up the sandal to wrap it up. He wants me to believe that he is doing it for me? thought Sheikh Chilli. He is definitely lying. This sandal is definitely cheaper. What a crook of a man. You have not priced this sandal, right? I am sure this sandal is much cheaper now. I will give you half of that he said vehemently. The shoe seller couldn't believe it. Really? Do you think I'm cheating you? He asked in disbelief. Yes, give it to me in half the price or I will go and tell everyone that you're a cheat, negotiated Sheikh Chilli. He wished his mother could see him in action. By now, the shoe seller started to get worried. He could see more customers walking towards his shop. He didn't want a disgruntled, irrational, juvenile and demanding customer upset his business for the day. He had to get rid of Sheikh Chilli as soon as possible. Oh, please, take it. Take the sandal and give me whatever you think it is worth. The sandal is yours, he said hurriedly. Sheikh Chilli had done it. He had got the best bargain. He kicked off his old sandals, wore the new pair and walked down the street showing off the best buy. Sheikh Chilli grew up to be the famous Sufi saint Abdul Karim Abdul Razak and he was the master of Mughal prince Dara Shikoh, the eldest son of Emperor Shah Jahan. Sheikh Chilli's stories of wit and wisdom are just as famous as legends of Akbar Birbal, Tenai Raman, Gopal Bhar and Mulla Nasruddin. There are a bunch of Sheikh Chilli stories starting from his young boyhood days to his days as a youth and young man quite before he became the Sufi saint and the master in the Mughal court. This one is one of my most favourite stories to tell. Let me tell you another little story. Once while waiting for a cab, my son and I stopped over at a curbside cellar of artefacts. We were in Mumbai. The footpath was the famous Kolaba Causeway. We had just stepped out from Leopold Cafe after a hearty lunch. The seller was selling a bunch of interesting knickknacks, including a whole set of different kinds of compasses. My son, who had started studying geography, was very curious about a compass. And so I suggested that he buy one for himself using his pocket money. This was to be his first independent street shopping experience. My son stepped forward, studied the different kinds of compasses and chose one. He told the seller, I am buying this from my pocket money, please give me the best rate. The shopkeeper looked over his shoulder and called out to me. Madam, I'm selling it cheap for the kid, but he's asking me to sell it cheaper. That's for you to negotiate with the buyer, I suggested. The two negotiated. I could see that they were going back and forth between them. I was standing at a distance, too far to hear them from above the sounds of traffic. My son stuck to his price and the seller allowed it. Make sure you're buying a working piece, I reminded him. Can you take a look, he asked. Well, I'm not an expert in navigation tools, but I stepped forward to give my opinion. He had picked up a compass with the lines from the Beatles song Yellow Submarine written on it. I agreed with the song and he made the buy. A few minutes later in the car, the hobbling road made the compass swerve and shake. He gave us a faulty compass, mama. Let's go back. I could see that he was already regretting his purchase. Hmm, maybe the conditions are not suitable for the compass. Hold your hand steadily. Keep it flat. Let's see what happens to it, I suggested. He tried again, calmly and patiently. The compass was working fine, and it now sits on his study desk. There are days when my son is my compass, and there are days when I am his. And then there are days when it is difficult to say who is who. Bargaining is an art, so is shopping. Teaching a child to shop is to teach him or her how to handle money, evaluate the value of a product, and negotiate for the right fee. Handling money is such a valuable life skill that we often fail to teach it to our children. Tell this story to your child, give the child some money, allow the child to walk over to a seller and make the best buy. And stand back and learn from it. This is a fun story open to riotous adaptations if told well. To the maths teacher, listening to this, tell this fun tale in your classroom when you teach fractions, decimals, and percentage. Feel free to play with the story and include elements of profit and loss for older grades. Or bring in economics, a study of market prices, demand, and supply of goods and commodities. Remember, the story can become anything you want it to be. Half of that is an excellent story in the boardroom a valuable story negotiation, retell this one if you're a sales leader who wants to infuse some humor in the next sales meeting. Let this story help you talk about understanding customer personas and live selling strategies. To the entrepreneur, the small business owner, a consultant, half of that is a story that will help you identify your selling strategies, whether you work alone or in a team. Tell this to someone and find out how and why do people negotiate. How do buyers Know whether the seller is willing to bargain. How do you evaluate a bargain? Most importantly, how do you stick to a price and sell it at that? We're gathering voices of our listeners. If you're listening to Golpo, we want to feature you. To look into the show notes to find your gateway into the podcast. If you are a teacher, look up Spark Classrooms on our website, lesson plans and more ideas around story pedagogy coming your way. If you like the podcast, please rate and review us so that our stories travel to more listeners. That's how our sound of stories travel, and we need you to help us do that. We imagine a world where people come together with a story, a safe space that welcomes listeners to listen to a shared story. Where the story triggers conversations, learnings, discoveries, thoughts, and actions. The stories in this podcast are carefully selected so they can travel to classrooms, living rooms, and boardrooms, giving you an idea worth thinking about. Thank you for listening post Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told. So go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me, what did everyone say? If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag storytelling with Rituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.